It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. You are Locked On Panthers, your daily Carolina Panthers podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome into another edition of the Locked On Panthers podcast, a part of the Locked On Podcast Network. I'm your host, as always, Julian Council, talking Carolina Panthers with you every Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday, your team every day. That is our motto here on the Locked On Podcast Network. Make sure to watch our show and subscribe to our show free and available right there on YouTube. You can also check us out wherever you listen to all your favorite podcasts. Just be sure to rate, review, and subscribe so you never miss a single edition of the Lockdown Panthers podcast, and be sure to follow me, Julian Council, on Twitter, at Julian Council, where tomorrow I'll be back answering your weekly Friday mailbag questions right here on the show, either at me or DM me over there on Twitter if you would like to participate in the weekly Friday mailbag on Locked On Panthers. Today's episode of Locked On Panthers is brought to you by LinkedIn. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the candidates you want to talk to faster. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash LockedOnNFL. When Panthers general manager Scott Fitterer first came to town, he told us that he would be in on every deal. Well, Scott, I think you should be in on the Derek Carr potential trade here to Carolina. Now, I know a lot of you just swerved off the road hearing me say that because I have been quite clear that I believe the best path forward for the Carolina Panthers is to draft a rookie quarterback and that being someone, either Bryce Young or C.J. Stroud, which would mean the Carolina Panthers either need to trade up to one or probably three to ensure that they get one of the two guys who I view as the top quarterbacks coming out of college in this 2023 NFL draft. I don't have much interest in a Jimmy Garoppolo, in a Derek Carr. I don't really love the idea of doing yet another one of these reclamation projects or taking on a veteran who probably is not going to get you to where the Panthers want to be, and that's hoisting Lombardi Trophy and having a parade down trade and try on here in Uptown Charlotte. Garoppolo, not that guy. Kyle Shanahan, the head coach in San Francisco, told us that when he traded three first-round picks for Trey Lance. Now they have yet to solve their quarterback issue there in San Francisco. If anything, the waters only become murkier. Now that Brock Purdy is dealing with a potential year-long injury with that terror in UCL, and then we look at Derek Carr, one year with Josh McDaniels, and they don't want him there at all, and he got scapegoated, was basically sent home. He agreed also to leave. Weird situation. Now he is available. So, yes, I'm not necessarily interested in Derek Carr, and I'm not interested in going out and getting another one of these veterans. So why do I think the Panthers should be in on this deal? Well, the one thing I am interested in is making life difficult for the New Orleans Saints, who currently are the only team that have brought in Derek Carr for a visit. They did that on Wednesday, and they are the front runners to land Derek Carr as their next quarterback. And the price currently, according to Jeremy Fowler of ESPN.com, is only a third-round pick. Now, the Panthers got some pretty good draft compensation from the San Francisco 49ers when they traded away Christian McCaffrey in the middle of last season. So the Panthers have the ammunition 
to make it seem that they are interested in Derek Carr. No, by no circumstances should they do this trade. But what they should do is pick up the phone, talk to whoever the general man is. Is it Ziegler out there? Is that who's paired up with Josh McDaniels? Doesn't matter. Whatever former New England Patriots scout is there running the general manager department, call the Raiders and tell them, hey, actually, we'd like to talk to Derek Carr too. Let him come up to Charlotte. Let Derek Carr come to Charlotte. Roll out the red carpet. Let him fall in love with Carolina. But don't fall in love back. Let him think about how, actually, I'd rather be here. And hopefully the New York Jets, who also need a quarterback, are interested in bringing Derek Carr. So let's create a market for Derek Carr. That's more than a third-round pick. Because a third-round pick, that's pretty easy for the Saints. Yeah, I know they're in cap hell. It's Groundhog Day all over again. The Saints are in, are in cap hell every single year this time of the year, heading into the new league year, because they keep, you know, waiting and passing the buck down the road and that rent comes due <clears throat> they do a few things you know cut a couple guys rework some salaries and they're fine for that season but then they do it all over again so they want to rework Derek Carr's deal I totally understand that now for me it doesn't really make a lot of sense why anyone would trade for Derek Carr knowing that there's that massive guarantee that jumps in in about a week and the Raiders have to cut him at that point in time so why not just wait till he's available and then bring him in well the Saints are actually interested in Trading for him, the Panthers should ask Derek Carr to come to Charlotte and they should roll up the red carpet, talk to him, and get him to fall in love here to try and drive up that price for New Orleans. Because the Saints get Derek Carr, which it looks like that's going to happen, that's going to help their football team. I don't think Derek Carr is going to ever be a Super Bowl winning quarterback. I don't look at Derek Carr as one of the top 10 guys in the league. He's pretty good, though. He's good enough. He's kind of on that Kirk Cousins level. He can get you there to the playoffs. He can win games. He's thrown for a lot of yards. He's a solid player. He's just not the guy, you know? He's not really who you want. And the Raiders, right or wrong, are deciding that they can do better. Will they? We'll see. And the Saints don't have much of a plan. Jameis ain't coming back. Andy Dalton's not coming back. And Dennis Allen was the head coach there in Oakland, back when the Raiders were there, when Derek Carr got drafted. So they already have that relationship. I just think the Panthers should be in on the deal just to try to make the deal a little bit more difficult for the division rival Saints before eventually Derek Carr lands there. Like, they, the Saints have to give up a second-round pick and maybe throw in a fourth. feel a lot better about that than them just being like, all right, here's a third-round pick, and we'll rework the deal, and everything will be fine. So that's why I think the Panthers should be in on it. Not that they should actually bring in Derek Carr. Now, if they did actually bring in Derek Carr, which I would not love, it would then allow them to kind of take some time and to not have to give up more assets, I, they, I guess they would have to, but not to have to give up a ton of assets potentially if they were to have to trade up to get a quarterback in the first round, which I think they have to do. I think they're going to have to give up their first round pick this year, which is just going to swap the pick, and then next year's first round pick, and then let's say like a third this year, which is a pretty steep price to pay. Not crazy high, but a first round pick to give up that, don't love that third round pick, especially when you're trying to build the bulk of this roster, not necessarily enamored by that either. So it could save them a first-rounder if they do that. And they could keep their number nine overall pick, and they could get the best player available. It could open up a lot of options for the team. And I think with Derek Carr and his current roster, and if they do the right things this offseason, that's a playoff team. And that's the division favorite here in the NFC South in 2023. So if they did go with the deal, it opens up some avenues but well, here's the main thing, y'all. Is Derek Carr going to win a Super Bowl here in Charlotte? 
I think the answer is no. So the answer is no, then why go with that? Yeah, it's unknown whether C.J. Stroud or Bryce Young or Will Levis, Anthony Richardson, if it comes down to that, could do that here in Carolina. But I would rather go with that potential unknown and groom that guy than to take a guy like Derek Carr, who we've kind of seen who he is. So yeah, New Orleans have fun. But Derek, come to Charlotte, hang out for a little bit. Let's see if we can drive that price up. What do you say, Scott? All right, so not in love with that. I'm kind of just kidding because I don't really think they should be all that interested in him. But maybe bring him in. I will tell you, though, on the other side, why or what I think is the best path forward for the Carolina Panthers uh, moving here at quarterback in 2023 and beyond. Do that here in just a moment on Locked on Panthers. But before I do that, this episode of Locked on Panthers is brought to you by LinkedIn Jobs. As a small business owner or hiring manager, you know that success in 2023 all depends on the team members you surround yourself with. That's why you have to check out LinkedIn Jobs. With LinkedIn Jobs, you can hire qualified candidates more efficiently by matching open roles with people who have the skills, values, and experiences to help you achieve your goals. LinkedIn Jobs helps you quickly attract qualified candidates to your open jobs and targeting tools. They go beyond the resume data by using insights from your job posts, company, and their 875 million member profiles to put your posts in front of the most qualified candidates. Identify the most qualified candidates on LinkedIn Jobs and connect with them fast and for free. LinkedIn Jobs makes it easy to screen and rate applicants based on your job qualifications all on one platform. It's why small businesses rate LinkedIn Jobs number one in delivering quality hires versus leading competitors. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the qualified candidates you want to talk to faster. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash NFL. That's linkedin.com slash NFL to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I can feel that there's someone out there right now who's saying, well, Julian, okay, if the Panthers do bring in Derek Carr, what happens when David Tepper falls in love with him and decides, actually... This is my quarterback. That's a great point. And I know I spent a lot of time yesterday giving Davis flowers. I think he's done a pretty good job so far the last month of having an excellent process and trying to find a head coach. I know there's disappointment. That's not Steve Wilkes, who's now landed in San Francisco as their defensive coordinator. But I like Frank Reich. I like the potential what Frank Reich can bring here. And then you see how aggressive they're going to be and how serious they're going to be when they're going out there and trying to build this staff by giving Ajero Averro the bag. And I told you all the other day in conversation I had with someone on Saturday evening, it felt like Averro, who has the same agent as Ben Johnson, was trying to parlay the Panthers' interest into a bigger deal out in Minnesota with the Vikings or potentially if Raheem Morris gets the job at the Colts with the Los Angeles Rams where he first came from before being to D.C. this past season in Denver. But instead, I guess Tepper gave an offer that he could not refuse and he liked the project here in Carolina. And so when you look at the roster on the defensive side of the ball, it's hard not to, and he's here. So that signals to me that, Hey, David Tepper said he was going to be able to spend as much money as he wanted. Well, that's that Frank Reich wanted and needed to get the right staff here in Carolina. Might be turned out to be a man of his word after all of the failed projects here the last five years uh, since he showed up 
in Charlotte. Yeah, there is a probably a little hesitancy about having Derek Carr come here just based off of how David Tepper has kind of conducted himself as an owner the last couple seasons that would worry you that oh no what if David Tepper actually likes Derek Carr and the Panthers are stuck with him and we're still on the hamster wheel of quarterbacks don't really have a long-term answer although that probably would be an answer for like three or four years but again we want to look for something like 10 15 years fingers crossed if we're lucky that's not always going to be the case when you get somebody in the first round but that is certainly what we're hoping will be the case here in Carolina. So what is the best path forward for the Carolina Panthers at quarterback, you ask? For me, it's very simple. Right now, the only quarterback on the roster that's under contract is Matt Corral, a third-round pick out of Ole Miss who broke his foot in his second preseason game of the season at Indiana, at New England. So we did not see Matt Corral at all. Yes, he got plenty of mental reps and was there and had a playbook and was sitting there with Baker, with P.J., with Sam, and all of that, which is great. Playbook has changed. So I don't know how much it really helped him. He did not have those on-field reps that you would have hoped a rookie quarterback like Matt Corral would have had. And I have no idea how things would have played out last season. Would it have been Matt Corral taking over for Baker Mayfield when Baker went down with that ankle injury? Would it have been Matt Corral all season long, even when Sam Darnold came back? I don't know if Steve Wilkes would have been willing to do that, just knowing that his history was having a guy in Josh... Rosen, who was a top 10 pick and stunk in Arizona, and that played a part in Steve Wilkes being a one-and-done head coach and now suing the NFL and the Arizona Cardinals for their hiring practices here in today's world. So I don't know if he would have been in love with that, but it would have been nice if the Panthers could have at least seen what they had in Matt Corral, and it would have been good for the organization and also for Corral, who... I don't really feel like it's going to get much of a chance to be the quarterback here in Carolina. I did see up in Washington with Ron Rivera and the commanders that Sam Howell, the fifth round pick out of North Carolina who played high school football locally here at Sun Valley more than likely will be their QB one, at least through OTA is a mandatory minicamp. But if he does not look the part, then they'll go out there and get somebody late, but it looks like Howell is going to get a chance. Why shouldn't Corral get a chance? I'm sure you're probably asking yourself. Certainly different situations as it seems like Ron is someone who's going to be way more patient. He's played a lot of Taylor Heineke. He's played a lot of Kyle Allen. And I believe both of those guys went undrafted. So it really should not be surprising knowing who Ron Rivera is that he's willing to give a fifth round pick an opportunity to show what he's got in the NFL. And what's going to be a do or die season, I feel like, for Ron up in Washington, but bringing back to Carolina, you can't go into the season with Corral being thought of as QB1. You got to add to the quarterback room, and I think the best way to do that is by getting a quarterback in the first round. The Panthers are going to have to give up their first-round pick this year, swap it, and then probably give up their first-round pick in 2024, and then another pick likely later on in the draft this year. And the good thing about trading away Chris McCaffrey is it gives them the extra ammunition to do that. They have the second-round picks and fourth-round picks. They were the pickup from the Niners this year. I believe it's a third-round pick in 2024. So they have the ammunition to be able to move up early in the draft to get their guy. Is it Will Levis? I don't know. Is it C.J. Stroud, which ben, Benjamin Albright told us? It seems like David Tepper likes him. And reportedly, David Tepper liked the former Ohio State quarterback who's now with the Chicago Bears and Justin Fields. We'll see if that plays out that way. Maybe they like Bryce Young. There's going to be plenty of think pieces in commentary over the next two months 
about the Carolina Panthers potentially moving up in the draft and possibly moving up to number one. Whatever they do, they got to get the guy that they really believe in. And Scott Fitter said last year, hey, sitting there at eight, this is where you can really take a shot at a quarterback. There was no quarterback worth taking a shot at. This year at nine, with what they've been able to receive from the 49ers, as far as assets go, this is where you take a shot. This is where you need to take a shot. He talked about also how they built the offensive line last offseason. The year before that, they built the defense. We're going to see how they're going to reward those players by extending Brian Burns and by picking up the fifth-year option on Derrick Brown, which is now $11 million, looking at it as that came out on Tuesday. They're going to reward those guys for their excellent play, and we'll see what happens with Shaq Thompson. So the defense looks right. You got a Jero Averro here, who's an excellent defensive mind, going to change the scheme up to a 3-4. We'll see how these guys fit and what pieces they can bring in. I ain't worried about the defense. I'm not worried about special teams now with Chris Tabor's here. Whether it's Zane Gonzalez or Eddie Pinheiro, I think the Panthers going to be in a good spot there at kicker. Certainly, they're a great spot at punter. Need to find a returner, which is been a common theme here the last couple years I'm not totally all that concerned about the return game especially punts you don't ever see people return it and then as far as kickoffs you might as well just go ahead and fair catch and get the ball at the 20 to 25 wherever it starts I forget it's different college in the NFL and then offensively you got the O-line you got a solid running game we'll see if they bring back Deontay Foreman you add DJ Moore add another receiver maybe bring another a different another running back at a tight end and you have a good foundation for a rookie quarterback to come in. So this is the time to take that shot at that quarterback. And there's guys who are going to be on the board who are going to be good enough and worth it, in my opinion, to take a shot of them, shot at them. Will it work? I don't know. It's all a crapshoot. The hope is it does. But this is the class that you do it for. Yeah, you can try and wait till next year. But if you bring in a Derek Carr, you bring in a veteran, you're not going to be bad enough to get Caleb Williams or Drake May. This team's ready to compete and win now. You have Frank Reich here. Take the shot. Now, looking at it, you're talking about rookie and then Matt Corral. That can't be your quarterback room. You got to add in a veteran. When I look at it right now, I feel like Jacoby Brissett has got to be a name that's going to be mentioned here in Carolina based off of his relationship with Frank Reich dating back to Indianapolis. And we talked to Stephen Holder earlier this week who told us that he felt like the best football that Andrew Luck played was under Frank Reich. But also the best football that Jacoby Brissett played was under Frank Reich. And early on in that season before he was injured, he was actually playing pretty good ball, according to Stephen Holder. I didn't watch the 2019 Indianapolis Colts season, but according to a man who sat there and watched every single game, Brissett was out there balling. And from things I saw this year, it seemed like he was okay. We saw him only in week one. Wasn't great, missed plenty of throws. That game could have been a lot worse than it really was. The Panthers probably shouldn't have been in it had Jacoby Reset actually played a lot better than he did. But either way, that's someone that you could bring into this organization who you know can give you spot starts, who you know can keep you afloat when you have a good defense, you have a solid running game. I would be cool with that. I would also be cool with Sam Darnold, who's had the pressure of being in New York with the Jets and having to be thought of as the franchise. And he didn't have the foundation that a rookie's going to have when they come here to Carolina this offseason. Bring Sam back. We saw some flashes, and who knows? Maybe the rookie stinks, and Sam actually has turned into that dude. I doubt it, but why not with the familiarity here? And I don't know what his market's going to be elsewhere. I would think that a quarterback room with the rookie, a Brissett or Darnold, or maybe even an Andy Dalton, maybe a Nick Foles if he's available, or one of those veterans – then Matt Corral, 
I feel like it's the best path forward for the Carolina Panthers. And I'd probably lean more Darnold because that's who we know, and he's been in the position of being a top three pick. And it's very likely whoever the Panthers draft will be a top three pick or a top five pick if they decide to trade with Seattle. Either way, that's what it needs to look like once we get into OTAs and mandatory minicamp here later on in May and June. Rookie, veteran, corral. That's the best path forward, in my opinion, for the Carolina Panthers at quarterback here in 2023 and beyond. All right, the Panthers made another staff hire, a hire that we all kind of knew was going to happen once Jero Averro joined here on Sunday afternoon. We'll talk about that hire and what the Panthers staff looks like right now in just a moment on Locked on Panthers. Super Bowl is coming up on Sunday, and I am actually very interested in what's going to happen. Loving to see what's going to happen with the Eagles and the Chiefs. Uh, but this year, the only app you need at your Super Bowl party is FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook. They are a brand new sports betting partner here for Locked On, and I'm excited, and everyone here at the network is so excited to have FanDuel on board. And if you're new to FanDuel, that's even better. They have so many great features that make betting on sports fun and easy. Download FanDuel now so you can bet Super Bowl 57 with a no-sweat first bet. You'll get up to $3,000 back in bonus bets if your first bet does not win. FanDuel lets you bet on everything from the money line to point spreads to who will score a touchdown. The FanDuel Sportsbook app is safe, secure, and super easy to use. Best of all, you can get paid your winnings instantly, no waiting around. So join FanDuel today at FanDuel.com slash LockedOn and claim your no-sweat first bet on Super Bowl 57. That's FanDuel.com slash LockedOn. Make every moment more. FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NFL. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. New Panthers head coach Frank Reich's staff continues to come along as he hired a new linebackers coach on Wednesday afternoon in you probably would say that Ajero Averro, the new defensive coordinator here in Carolina, was the one who really hired him as Peter Hansen comes over from Denver where he parted ways to the Broncos a couple of days ago when Sean Payton was formally introduced. He was the inside linebackers coach out there in Denver. He came over to Denver with Ajero Averro, who's known him since their days back in college. He spent time in, at Stanford and UNLV. He is now here in Carolina to work with linebackers, and I would assume in this New scheme, a 3-4, he'll probably still be the inside linebacker coach, which means that Frank Reich's staff, at this point in time, is offensive line coach James Campen. Def- uh, we have defensive coordinator Jero Vero, inside linebacker coach Peter- Pete Hansen, or Peter Hansen, um, Hansen uh, special teams coordinator Chris Tabor, and then Deuce Staley, TBD, what his position is going to be on offense. I would say this. Uh, about Deuce Staley, and I, I will say this about Deuce Staley. Um, if he was going to be the OC here in Carolina, I feel like that would have already been announced. I know the reporting last week that was that he could potentially be the OC. If he was the OC target, then he would have already been named the OC, in my opinion. Maybe it still happens. 
It's very clear to me that we are waiting for the Super Bowl to play out here in a couple of days' time. And then once the confetti has been swept away, the Carolina Panthers will decide upon someone like a Kevin Petula, who's the wide receiver coach for a couple seasons there in Indianapolis under Frank Reich before heading over to Philadelphia to work with Nick Sirianni, who was the former OC under Frank Reich in Indy, and then Brian Johnson, who's also a hot name at OC. That is someone the Carolina Panthers, I believe, are still interested in. And we had brought up in the past that I had brought up in the past that Brian Johnson was the guy who Steve Wilkes was talking about bringing here as the OC. And there was questions of whether Johnson would still want to come here knowing that he was kind of Wilkes' target. Look at Ajero Vero, who interviewed for the head coaching job. I did not think that he would take the D.C. job considering that he wanted to be a head coach. Once his head coach opportunities kind of washed away and he wanted a new challenge, he decided that, hey, Carolina is the best spot for him, for him professionally, and, of course, for his wallet and his bank account. And he's here now. So that could be the same case with Brian Johnson. Maybe he looked at it and wanted to be with Steve Wilkes and questions things, but they're willing to drop the bag, which um, they are. Maybe he comes to Carolina. So that would be a strong staff, and it's hard to think that they're going to hire any more people on offense until they really get that settled um, with the coaching staff with OC hire. Because as Frank Reich said last week in a press conference, he wanted to get his coordinators here first before starting to make some hires. Did not make a defensive hire until getting a Jero Avero, who then hired Peter Hansen a couple days later. He, of course, retained Chris Tabor and James Campen and Deuce Staley. That's the two guys just reuniting as Deuce wanted to also get closer to family back in Columbia, South Carolina, because apparently his mother is ill. So, of course, thoughts go out to Deuce and his family. So it made sense for him to come here and to get out of his contract up in Detroit working with Dan Campbell, where Scotty Montgomery has now taken over the running backs position up there in Detroit. So Montgomery crossed him off the list as a potential candidate to come here to Carolina to work with wide receivers and potentially be an OC. Remember a year ago, the former ECU coach and former Duke OC under David Cutcliffe had interviewed for the OC job here in Carolina. So we got to wait till the Super Bowl is over, I think, before really getting an OC. And then once an OC is here in place, that's when we'll start to see a lot of these hires come through and see if Frank Wright can truly – build a world-class staff here in Carolina with David Tepper's money. All right, that's going to wrap up this edition of the Locked On Panthers podcast, a part of the Locked On Podcast Network, hosted by yours truly, Julian Council. Uh, again, y'all, be sure to watch the show, subscribe to the show over on our Locked On Panthers YouTube channel. You can also check out the podcast free and available everywhere, wherever you listen to your favorite podcast. Just be sure to rate, review, and subscribe. And follow me on Twitter at Julian Council, where tomorrow I'll be back with your weekly Friday mailbag questions, either at me or DM me if you'd like to get a question in for tomorrow's show. In the meantime, be safe, be happy, be whole. As always, keep pounding, and I'll talk to you all on Friday. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? 
Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.